0: Yo, if you're a real fan of hip hop culture, then listen up because we got some news for you. Hip Hop Confessions podcast hosted by me, Mad Skills, is teaming up with the Questions Hip Hop Trivia for a live podcast and trivia game experience called Questions and Confessions. It's the ultimate hip hop learning experience. Come through and kick it with me and my homie Sean Cantra was the creator of the game as we interview special guests from your city and get their hip-hop confession and then we let the audience go head-to-head with hip-hop trivia for a chance to win some really dope prizes. It's a perfect night curated for the real fans of the culture. Sunday March 26th we'll be in Washington DC at the National Hip-Hop Museum. Monday March 27th we'll be at Punchline Comedy Club in Philly. Tuesday March 28th Join us in Virginia Beach at the Beach House 757. And Wednesday, March 29th, our final stop is my hometown, Richmond, Virginia, at the Park RVA. If you love hip-hop culture, you really don't want to miss this exclusive event. Go to the link in my Instagram bio for tickets, at skillsva. Hope to see you there. My name's Shaquan, but a lot of people know me by my other name, Mad Skills. I'm an MC. My name is Mad Skills. I'm a DJ? Uh, yeah. I'm a ghostwriter for some of your favorite rappers. I'm not about to tell you who though. Uh. But most importantly, I'm a hip-hop enthusiast. Hip Hop Confessions is raw, unfiltered conversations with my friends revealing things that they didn't like, never knew about, I don't know, or never got into about hip-hop culture. So sit back. Oh, come on, y'all. Turn up the volume. And listen to Hip Hop Confessions cuz everybody's got one. Here's a little story that must be told. And it goes a little something like this. Yo, what up, y'all? Since we are celebrating Jay Dilla, I wanted to dig into the archives and dust off one of my favorite hip-hop confessions conversations from 2010 with my brother Q-Tip and the homie Peanut Butter Wolf. Now, if you know anything about Dilla, then you know that both of these legends had a huge hand in bringing him to the public. Q-Tip introduced him to the world through his production company, The Umur, and Peanut Butter Wolf signed him to Stone's Throw Records. Now it's a quick conversation, but it's a very good one for the real heads. So I hope you enjoy one of the first ever Hip Hop Confessions conversations with two hip hop legends. So we got to give it up one time for Dilla and rest in peace to Biz Marquee and MCA of the Beastie Boys. This is Hip Hop Confessions. Cause everybody got one. Yo, what's up y'all, this your boy Skills. We back, we here. This is Hip Hop Confessions. Y'all already know what to do. Um, I got on the couch today, two, two guys, men that are very instrumental they, in the hip-hop game. They've been doing their thing for, oh, my God, I can't even imagine. To my right, I got Peanut Butter Wolf in the building. Y'all know him from Stone <laughs> Throw Stone, Stone, Stone Records. He's responsible for a lot of careers. Lou Pack, Mad Lib, and Jay Dilla, you know what I mean? Um, first guy to give him a record deal. So uh, welcome to the show, Brazil. What's up, You know what I mean? This other this guy over here, man.
1: Jay Dillon of the world. Yeah. You know I mean? This
0: guy right here, man, is I, I can't even explain. It. This guy is pretty much responsible for me even getting the record deal. He's responsible for the Stretch Armstrong and Bobito freestyle. That's a hip hop profession in itself. They didn't want me to yeah. rap. Stretch and Bobito did not want me to freestyle unless I brought Q Tip to the radio station with me. And I brought Q Tip, and when we walked in the, up the steps, he looked at me and said, "Yo, I ain't gonna rap, but you better kill that shit." So, one of the family members of the greatest group of all time, <laughs> rock called Quest. Come on to have Spratt, yeah. a.k.a. Q-Tip in
1: the field. So, we're
0: going to get right into it. This is z Confessions, Peanut Butter Wolf. I need you to tell me Man, something.
1: which one? Which one? I, I, have, need too many. Many. Yeah, I have too I have I need you to tell me something many. that you never told All right, we'll start anything. with the old, old school. Well, it's not even that old school. But I, I guess, like in the like, when Beastie Boys first came out, you know, this was... Uh, when they were doing the stuff with the the purple labels on Def Jam before they had an album out or anything like that. But I mean, I was just always like loving their stuff and um, I mean, basically just to to put myself out there, like I went to their show and I had it all planned out. I had my little demo tape. I had a a letter that I hand wrote, you know, and. um, I like waited like for the perfect moment and I threw it up on the stage and they were up there and I think I hit one of them or something, but <laughs> I remember I, I was like uh, I was telling them about that and they were yeah, they were giving me a hard time. But I mean
2: it was a better Everybody through, starts
1: somewhere. Yeah, I wanted to be their I wanted stage. to be their DJ so bad back then, man. I was like I don't know. I I was always doing my thing <laughs> wow. on, on the cutting and stuff, but
0: <laughs> So you had this show as a fan.
1: Those are the early days, yeah.
0: Wow. And you told them that story?
1: You they know, know what? That. I mean, I I said something about it online at one point. I think, oh, you, know, you know what it was? I was I was uh, doing some shows with them and I was opening for them and you know I wanted I just wanted to like put a personal touch on uh, right. spending with them and stuff. And so I said something about that, but I guess they read it and they were giving me a hard time
0: after. <laughs> so. That's crazy. Peanut Butter Wolf actually went to a Beastie Boys show and threw a letter. He hand wrote on stage.
1: Oh, and my like, uh, my the little tape. picture, from, no, the, the tape, and then also a little wallet sized picture from school. I had it all. Like, <laughs> you know, like the, and you know, I was living with moms, I was like, I don't know, 14 or something, and I was like waiting for that call because I, I knew when, once they heard the tape, they would be like, Oh, this dude is going to be our DJ. Wow, that's <laughs>
0: crazy. That's great. Never that's happened. I That's dope. That's a hip hop confession for you, right there. Never Tip,
2: uh, oh,
0: man. I need you to tell couple, the people something that you've never
2: told. That I've never told? That, 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 you know, we don't know. All right, well, I was, uh, the studio that, you know, we was working out of on the first album that, uh, that Dayla did Three Feet High and Rising, and then we did people's in, it was called Calliope. So pretty much after, um, Dayla was in there, and we started it, was rocking in and, like a lot of the New York cats with, you know, from Brand New Beans, beating us nice, and you know, Moni, Latifah, like a whole bunch of people would be recording there. Biz was in there. So I finished up some editing or whatever in the, in the editing room and I came in, I saw, I was walking down, I saw Biz, he was like, yeah, <laughs> you need to come inside. I got this Zookie joint or whatever. He's right yeah. his parlance or whatever. So I go in and uh, Diamond Shep, Shell right yeah he and I was in Shell. There. and uh V was in there and a couple of other people was in there you know saying so. so he was in there he was, had the beat and it was it was the um the Get Out of My Life woman beat I forget which version of it but it was the the drums to basically um just a friend wow. so he was like yo check this out and he plays the joint and they go and you know the dude Shane Farber who was uh, the engineer for a lot of the cast right then, He was playing the piano over what? right there and he had the vocal up and it was like, you, you must be on speed. Oh, <laughs> he's just, a, I was like, nigga, you better not call that shit, that, shit. <laughs> that He's like, for real? I was like, yeah, nigga, you must be on speed. I like, this, shit is a, this shit is a
1: hit. It could go somewhere. Huh? I
2: was like, yo, this shit is a hit. You better fuck with it. Right. He sat around and he fucked around and he was like, "You, you got what I need." I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, that's the original." Right. I was like, "Yeah." So do that. Right. You know. Yeah. So he he fucked around. I guess he didn't want to say you got right. what I need because he got it from the record. Right.
1: It. But the just a friend part was different. Was so when yeah, you that. heard that, was the, that yeah, was the 90s spin. Yeah, you on you the 60s. heard you
0: got you heard you got what I need when it was supposed to be. You, you must be. Dang speed. Speed. <laughs> know. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's hell, yeah. man. I mean that's, that's fun. Like I got <laughs> I got a, I just got something I wanna say, just a hip hop confession. I
1: know, me. we got You ears. know that both
0: of y'all are here. Like I remember <laughs> being in the studio when you brought JD through and um you was like, I got this kid from Detroit, you really need to hear his beats. and this is why I was working on the first album. And my main thing on the first album was me and Reef, we was trying to have stellar production, like we right. had large Professor Clark Kent. Like you know what I mean, beat nuts, and and you brought him in, and I remember he gave me a tape, and I passed on running, (laughs) the same beat tape had running on it, wow, yeah, drop, yeah, and um, gotta 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 say something to me, so I passed
1: on all three. Nice. Nice. That's a confession. Yeah, that's, confession. <laughs> that's, the, yeah, that's the running. It just
0: was yeah, the running yeah. I still have the tape. It has a green label on it. Mm-hmm. I passed up on running by the far side, dropped by the far side. Yep.
1: Gotta kick something to me. So man, I'm Still. Well, I mean, House shoes, even the early days, like House shoes. he was giving me stuff like in 94 or 95, you know, and um, I wasn't. I mean, he was so so hype on Dilla, and I I liked it. But I liked the slum when I heard the Slum Village stuff. Right. That's what I liked the best. Like right. the stuff he did with Tribe, I liked. But I I liked Tribe's early stuff so much that it was hard for me to like feel like it compared right. to it and stuff. Right. And he like really came into his own later, like in my opinion yeah. and stuff. So yeah, I'm still kicking myself. In but you somebody. heard it. You heard it early, like yeah, yeah, before a lot of people.
2: Yeah, yeah. He can't he. And share the his shit. He gave it to me. I was just like. I just pushed the blood and I was just like him, you know what I'm saying? Like he's the shit. I yeah. just had to like, I hooked him up with um, Common and Questlove and Busta. I remember, I remember when, when we mastered. Shit, I remember when we mastered,
0: and he actually got the checks, and he told me he was like, "Yo, man, he's like, I appreciate this so much." He was like. He's like, I don't, I don't care if I get bigger as like Dr. Dre, like it, like you will always be able to get me for the price that you paid me for these right. tracks. Right. I was like, wow, yeah, like, Sorry, I just watched him grow into you know what I mean, a, an immaculate producer. Man. He touched so many different lives, Okay? Um, yes. This has been Hip Hop Confessions. We reminisced a little bit, but you know what I mean? I gotta give you a big shout out to Peanut Butter Wolf. Yes. My man, Kamala Abstract, yes, a.k.a. Q-Tip. Right. And we will check y'all next time on Hip Hop Confessions, because everybody got one. All right, Peace. Here's a little story that must be told. And it goes a little something like this. It's, 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 it's.